Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Wednesday. Now, on Monday night of this week, there was a meeting of the School District 73 board where a number of things were discussed. So to break it all down, please to welcome to the program chair of the board for the Kamloops-Thompson School District, Rhonda Kershaw. Rhonda, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much uh, for taking the time, as always. And, and you know, a lot of, uh, I think, important conversations are coming up here over this past week. And, and you guys had a very lengthy one uh, on Monday night in regards to the situation after the findings of the 215 bodies of kids at the Kamloops Residential School. Uh, this is something, obviously, that's hitting everybody incredibly hard and i'm sure some kids within the school district are having an incredibly difficult time grappling with the discovery here um i know there was talk about sort of what the school district is doing to support students and staff and i was just wondering if you could kind of summarize some of of the the work that's ongoing to to really help deal with this situation as best as possible help anyone who might be having a, a difficult time here um, you know, was there counseling that's been set up, therapy sessions, sort of what is the school district doing to support staff and students and particularly Indigenous students at this time? Yeah, um, we're working really hard to, to reach out to our Indigenous communities and, and partners to make sure that supports are in place. Um, we've got teachers um, supporting students and providing resources for them because these are very difficult conversations as we all can imagine um and and we've also we've got um many resources in place already in the district you know what we have district aboriginal resource teachers and we have our aboriginal family counselors and aboriginal youth support workers but many of of those individuals are of course uh, very much affected by the news also so we're really trying to make sure that we reach out um and, and that we have supports in place for them also and, and for all staff to, to have some of those difficult conversations. So we've got some curriculum in place already um, because, you know, we, we do a lot around our short day in September. And and so we're, we're drawing on that and, and trying to be sensitive to the trauma that, that's happened. Is there a lot of new things that have to be implemented, you know, in response to this? Or is this more about maybe mobilizing um, things that you guys already had in place, right? And almost ramping up efforts as opposed to trying to do something new. You're not reinventing the wheel here. This is more of a reactionary thing, right? And probably just taking the resources that already exist and, and putting them to the forefront so everyone knows how to access them. Yeah, it really is. We have lots of these supports in place, but, it, you know, happily we don't have to always use them a lot. But we're working with the Ministry of Education also and with our Safer Schools partners just to have um, resources available for, for trauma-informed practice because that's that's really what we're, we're dealing with is, is, you know, intergenerational trauma that has been experienced. And so we don't, you know, often you don't, don't see this, this in schools all the time, but but we're really bringing it to the forefront now. Have you heard of anything that you know schools specifically might be doing um, in response to the discovery? You know, we're seeing a lot of monuments being put forward, whether it's you know displays with kids' shoes and teddy bears, or putting uh, flags at at half staff, or um, you know we've seen municipal buildings here this week being lit up in orange and I'm just curious if there's any you know things like that in the works probably within the school district you may not be able to speak to specifically what's going on at individual schools because that's probably more of a, uh, a localized level than, than you're speaking to at this point but I'm just curious if, if you're hearing and seeing a lot of that kind of thing taking place to make sure kids 
you know, have a have a chance to to really understand what's being discussed here. And you know, when I see those kind of displays taking place, I think that hits people a little bit more when they get to participate. I'm just curious if you're hearing of things like that within the district right now. Absolutely, we all of our our flags throughout the district have been lowered to half mass. Um, we have many. Um, Many of our staff are wearing orange shirts. Um, many students are wearing orange shirts. Each school throughout the district is, is picking a day this week to, to concentrate on orange shirt day. And lots of the curriculum that, that would um, would have been uh, used in September will, will come back to the forefront for that. So every school is doing things a little bit differently, definitely. But there are those visual representations of, of support throughout the district. I have one more question for you on this subject, and again, it's more of a, a general asking, and, and uh, I, the reason I want to ask this is because a, a lot of the discussion that I have seen in the wake of this has been talk about what's going on in school to teach people about the history of the Indigenous population here in our country and the horrors that they've had to deal with for uh, far too long in this country. I, I don't know if you and I have had talks about this specifically, but I know I have had conversations with the school district about the progress that's being made and, and you know, altering the curriculum to make sure we know about the own history of our own backyards. And, you know, we're looking at this specifically in the Kamloops residential school system. I mean, this is a stone's throw away from where a lot of people are. Um, has there, I know there has been a lot of progress, but I'm wondering if you can speak to just how much change has been made over the last number of years to teach people about the history of Indigenous populations in our country, and, and how is that continuing to improve, and how is that discussion maybe changing when we see instances like this discovery at the Kamloops Indian Residential School being made? Does that change the conversation? Uh, it probably progresses the conversation a little bit more, but I don't think it changes the conversation. I think that it really brings uh, it, it more to the forefront, but we've been working um, a lot over the last five years in particularly. You know, the district is committed to honoring the First Peoples principles of learning and Aboriginal worldview and perspectives. So we're really working hard to make sure that all students, but particularly our Indigenous students, see themselves and their culture in our schools and our classrooms. You know, one example that I can give is uh, opening our board meeting on Monday night. We were fortunate to have Ms. Ivy Chelsea, who's an elder um, in in Chase, and is also we're so fortunate to be our Shakatnishin language teacher. And you know, one of the one of the the, the phrases that she used, and it, it broke my heart, was that she was she was now being paid to teach language to teach the Shakatnishin in our schools not being strapped for speaking it. So we've gotten a long way, but we still have a long way to go. And there's a lot of um, un untruths that need to be righted in our, in our previous education. Yeah, um, uh, I appreciate that response. And, and yeah, that does, that does hit pretty hard when you hear um, stories like that, for sure. I, I want to switch gears. Always difficult to, to change topics when we're having these conversations, these important conversations, and, and I appreciate everything you've said so far. Uh, but again, I did want to switch gears here a little bit, and the discussion around uh, catchment areas here, um, we are no, I know the consultation process, it's not quite over. It ends on Friday, so there's probably not a ton to say at this point, and I'm sure we'll have a, a future conversation more in-depth on this, but just what is left to do in terms of that consultation between now and Friday uh, as you work towards putting a report together on, on how 
you know, boundary changes might look uh, as we aim uh, for, for you know, the coming years here. I guess it wouldn't be September. It would be the following September, but that's still not that far away in the grand scheme of things. So where, where are we um, and, and how much work is left to do, I guess, before Friday when that consultation process comes to an end? Uh, there's still a fair bit of work left to do on that. Um, and, and in particular, you know, all of the, the consultation will have to be collated once it's complete. But really what staff are doing right now is all of those many, many questions that have come in, they're answering um, to the best of their ability. You know, we can't, we can't give in-depth answers on lots of things because they're going to require further direction from the board based on the consultation mm-hmm. before they can provide some answers. But they're working on answering them, getting those posted to the website. So I would encourage people to, to go and check the website, see what's there, and, and perhaps a question or a comment that someone else has made might stimulate one last question or comment mm-hmm. that would, would be meaningful. And um, so that's why we leave it open so that the conversation can somewhat morph over time. So that will, of course, close here, um, I believe, on Monday. I will have to check that date. Uh, And uh, then our staff will work really diligently at getting it all put together and uh, present a a whole collated report to the board that that has all of the public consultation. And and we've had a significant number of responses. it's been really good to hear so much from the community. And, um, you know, some people are very in favor and some people are very not. And so there's been really good suggestions that have come forward. So it's all things that we have to consider. Uh, one more question here for you, and I know this wasn't part of the board discussion, and, and if you can't get too deep into it, totally fine. But I'm just curious because we did hear about the uh, announcement in the B.C. legislature about uh, Pineview Valley and a new school coming for that area. The province is looking for a business case from the district, and I was just curious if you had any idea sort of where we are in that process. I'm sure it's early days, but any idea when the board slash district will be putting together that business case to hand over to the province or if that work has already started? Uh, the work has definitely already started. Uh, the business cases typically take, once we have the, the approval to, to go ahead with it, they typically take a couple months, um, up to four to six months. So I would anticipate early this fall, um, perhaps even over the summer, that that will go into the ministry, and then we'll, we'll hopefully hear more on that stuff. Perfect. That's a, a perfect little update right there. That's exactly what I was curious to know. I think that's about all I really had for questions. I know there was a lot more on the agenda, but uh, it was hard really to, to talk about anything other than, than the ongoing um, you know situation as it relates to the Kamloops Residential School and, and outpouring of support we've seen and, and sort of what steps are being taken from the school district's level to, to help support people within the school community deal with it. Uh, so that's where I really wanted to focus the conversation. But any anything else that uh, we missed here that, that you wanted to highlight while I have you? No, I think that that really was, like you say, the, the full conversation that we had mm-hmm. on, on Monday night, um, really just making sure that we're supporting everyone. Uh, you know, we're really seeing throughout the system that it, it's it's having an effect and that we need to, to address it. So we're, we're sending out reports, we're sending out communications to parents, but certainly if parents our, our guardians or students are feeling that they need support to reach out because there is there is support available. 
Rhonda, as always, thank you so much for the time. Always appreciate you coming on the program. I know there's a couple of board meetings left here this month, and then uh, I guess there's a bit of a summer break. So we'll we'll chat a couple of more times before the school year comes to a close, but always appreciate your time, and th- thanks for this today. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And that's uh, board chair for School District 73. Rhonda Kershaw, and uh, obviously some difficult discussions that are having to be held uh, in, in the school system as, as well. And uh, that's a, a really important place to start right there, of course, teaching our youth about the history of our country and uh, how the uh, changes are being made into the education system to make sure that we're being made more, more aware, our, our kids are being made more aware of, of exactly what happened and, and not being not allowing the stories to be swept under the rug anymore. And, and I'm really happy to hear those changes are being made. And you heard her say that doesn't really, when we look at the discovery, the look at the findings at the Kamloops Residential School, that doesn't change the conversation. That doesn't change the progress that was already being made, but it might speed things up just a little bit. And that is important too. And, and man, that, that, comer, that uh, comment she made, um, regarding the, the language teacher here, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name, but, uh, saying, I'm being paid now to teach my language instead of being strapped for speaking it. It just really hit home for me. And uh, I know it hit home, I think, a lot for a lot of people who are involved in that meeting there on Monday night. And uh, I know more, more conversations are, are coming. Um, and that's important.